Welcome to Work Is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Landon Buto, and I host the show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Today's episode is a conversation my dad and I had about money and why Christians should be okay with the thought of earning more of it. You know, there's a lot of ditches on this topic, and we get into that a little bit here. Uh, but we do think, generally speaking, that there's room to be more comfortable with the value of money as believers, especially in business. So please enjoy today's conversation. And if you're interested in getting a mortgage with CSM, go to clevelandstreet.com. How to reconcile this idea that we're supposed to um, deny ourselves every day and give up give up our own desires, our own interests with what we do every day. How do you reconcile that with the fact that I, I go play soccer or I watch a movie or uh, spend money on more food than I need to survive and how do you reconcile that so that's just been kind of uh, a general thought process and I'll, I'll read something I posted on LinkedIn just to kind of frame the conversation here and, uh, and then we can get going uh, so I said Christians in business quick thought on money and why it seems like many of us should be trying to make more of it imagine a world where Amazon and Nike had Christian ownership and a Christian mission I think with some other needed changes in those companies, that's the kind of thing God had in mind when he commanded Adam to take dominion. But it takes money to build Amazons and Nikes, lots of it. No, God doesn't need money to build his kingdom, but he does act through means, and one of the primary means of getting things done in this world, this world in which God wants his kingdom to be built, is money. We are in a battle, and money is one of the best available weapons. Beyond being a weapon, It is a way to enjoy the world God has called good, a world he wants us to enjoy. There are obvious warnings about money in scripture, which are necessary and extremely important warnings that we need to heed. But those warnings have created a stigma around money that is not rooted in scripture. Particularly, there's a stigma around pursuing money. Pursuing money is not evil. Your attitude towards and your actions with that money can be evil, but the act of pursuing it is not. I think more Christians should be comfortable with the idea of pursuing money as long as they are ready for the temptations that come with it. Fight those temptations with two things, abundant gratitude and abundant generosity. But if more Christians with a solid foundation grow comfortable with pursuing money, should the opportunity present itself to do so, then we'll have the opportunity to build large businesses with Christian missions and Christian ownership. I think God's not only pleased with that prospect, I think he commanded it. And so... Um, I, I think, you know, there's tons of, as you're reading that, you could push back any, any number of directions. Um, but I, I think at any given time, a society leans, generally speaking, one general direction. And I think that's a, a helpful pushback in this moment. What are your thoughts just openly on, on the topic? Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with the general premise, you know, cause that, that you summarized at, at, you know, at, at the end there. Is that um, you know which we talked a little bit you know, before off off camera here where you, you talked about you know Christians tend to have this sort of guilty pleasure attitude toward money that uh, we we feel like it's wrong to have it to use it to enjoy it um, um, but we don't really articulate a a sound theology for doing those things and so we just sort of exist in this unhealthy tension of continuing to do the things that you know that, that we enjoy with with the money 
um, but feeling guilty about mm -hmm. that. And and I think you know we you know we talked a little bit about the fact that what is interesting. You talked about you know how how you know there there's 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 ditches on both sides of this yeah. road, um, but the but we don't hardly ever talk about the ditches of poverty. You know, mm -hmm. we, we talk, you know, Proverbs has 14 verses that address poverty and almost all of poverty and almost all of them have to do with poverty coming upon you for moral failures, for laziness, for, mm -hmm. you know, and so we don't have that conversation around poverty. We, we just think that poverty happens to people. Yeah. You know, that that just happens to people. 100% of the time. And, and we're just to pity those, you yeah. know, and whereas riches are, are, are a bad thing, you know, that, that people get by either bad means or they or they get and they abuse and, and you know, and they, so they idolize idolizing yeah. it. And so, no, I totally agree with you that, that there needs to be a healthy discussion of, around that. And, you know, clearly Scripture has much to say on that. The warnings are, are the things that come most to mind to yeah. most of us. We're aware of that. You know, the, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. You know, we've talked about that. Scripture also talks about don't hasten to be wealthy. Um, but, but we also have examples, for, for example, in 1 Timothy 6, very explicit instruction that Paul gives. He says to those who are rich in this world, be rich in good works, willing to give. Mm. Yeah. So it, it it doesn't say to those who are wealthy in this world or rich in this world, give it all away yeah. Yeah. and live Stop a sustenance healthy. level. Yeah, you know, that that's not at all what the instruction is. But you do have a special burden, yeah, you know, to take on to say, hey, if I have wealth, then I need to always be, you know, and this is part of just discerning the body that we all have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have to discern the body, be aware, and, and be willing to give, be, be generous with what we have. But I agree that, you know, you know kind of getting back to your core premise of your LinkedIn article, that you know, doing big things in the world often takes big money. And, and uh, you know, some of that goes back to yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, my dates may be wrong here, but I think it was the early 20th century, maybe when, you know, we we had this eschatology that said that you know this world is just going to pot, hmm. and and God's already declared that, decreed <clears throat> that that this is all going to go to hell anyway. So you did see people pull away from those cultural influencers of big business, or whether it be entertainment right. or. Or you know the arts. You know there were a lot of areas where Christians pulled away from that, saying that's all going to hell anyway. And so, look at what we've got. You mm -hmm. know, we we pulled away. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because we said, okay, this is all going to hell anyway. So we're not going to invest in building up these grand Christian enterprises. Right. And lo and behold, we have a society that's almost utterly controlled by anti-Christian right. enterprises. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The practical element is where I get really interested. Like, we want these good things to happen, but then we demonize the one thing the, that is most commonly essential to make them happen. Um, that That's really interesting to me. But before getting too far into that, I just uh, on the biblical side, on the flip side of what you mentioned about poverty, um, almost all of the, not not almost all, Lots of the blessings that are talked about in Proverbs, the reward that's talked about is financial, is riches. And, and so it's beyond, you know, moral failure often leads to poverty, but then also emphasizes uprightness and righteousness often leads to earthly blessing and riches. Right. 
Yeah. And, and those are those are specifically encouraged, promised, and and a good thing. And so it seems you know you could look at the warning verses and say it seems pretty straightforward. You know, money is bad. Um, and so if you take either on its on its own, I get it. It, it, it you can run into problems. Um, so we don't we're we're not interested in or talking about taking either direction on its own or saying that you have to have lots of money or pursue lots of money. There are great callings that God has legitimately called people to that are pretty exclusive with having with having much money. Um, and I think we both affirm that those are those are legitimate and good. Now when you say that, you you mean there are vocations in which you're not going to make a lot of money. That, right. That's what you mean. Yes. That. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and that, and so, you know, I, I think obviously there are ditches on both sides, but on the, on the biblical side, it's it, it seems pretty also clearly affirmed. And like we talked about, like yes, there's a ditch on having too much money, but in our evangelical culture right now, at least in our talk, obviously, and our our actions show kind of another thing. Again, like you talked about, it's kind of this inconsistency, but at least in our talk, the the ditch of of understanding the value of money is not what what we have a problem with right now um, in our evangelical kind of Christian circles. Now, what do you mean the ditch of understanding the value of money? Versus, if you have the two ditches, if you have uh, the ditch of uh, of pursuing wealth too much and, yeah. and valuing it too highly, yeah. and then the ditch of thinking that it's bad. You know we're we're not in our in our theology um, in the way we talk and think about it. We're not close to the ditch of overvaluing money as yeah. Christians. I, I I think that's where you know I, I do think we have to be careful to differentiate between. I I think in terms of defining the ditches, we're much better at defining the ditch yeah. of yeah. of overvaluing money. You know, yeah, we understand that ditch really well. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of living, I think we have to be careful because yeah. I, I, you know, I think the warnings are very real and very plentiful for good reason. You know, we're, we're not, you know, we shouldn't desire to be wealthy. We shouldn't overwork to be rich, for example. Mm -hmm. Scripture says don't overwork to be rich. You know, so, so, you know, and, and we shouldn't be lovers of pleasure. And that, you know, a lot of times that's where the desire for money comes. You know, mm -hmm. we love money because we love pleasure. And shouldn't be, you know, and, and where, but the ditch that we don't understand defining very well is then, but, but does that mean that we, we can't have pleasure? You know, yeah. That we can't use money to enjoy and do pleasurable yeah. things with it. And I think that's the ditch that we haven't defined very well. And so we tend to, you know, we, we tend to live closer to that, you know, in, in our thinking in that ditch sometimes of, of that, oh, that's really, you know, that's really bad because I'm using this money to drink a nice glass of wine or mm -hmm. whatever that pleasure is. You know? mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, it, it is. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. It really, is tricky. You can definitely take words and twist them either direction yeah. um, or ideas and just yeah, it is tricky. Um, but so beyond the the this strictly biblical thought process there um, applications of that biblical thought process also uh, are interesting to me where you get into um, you know beyond just taking a text and saying okay is money good or bad based on this text but right. also ideas of like we've like we've talked about of 
you know, we want these, we want great, why can't there just be more great Christian organizations? Well, they take money to build. And, and so we want the thing, the end, but then demonize the means to it um, when it, it's not actually, the means it itself is not necessarily, you know, with all the nuance that we've had in there. Yeah. Is not itself a bad thing. Yeah, um, and and I, I do think something that, that we haven't really talked about either. You know, and this kind of relates to the ditch that we have defined. But it's you know the warnings are there for a reason. Is is I do think too. You take people who start out with great intent, you know, and 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 people who can acquire and attain great wealth, right. and then do become corrupted. By right. It. You know, yeah. So so I do think those warnings are very very. Yep. Important, you know, so you have, you, have, you have the idea of the, you know the the you know the eye of the needle, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the rich man trying to get into heaven is 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 likened to trying to pass a camel through the eye of the needle, and I think there's a reason for that, you know. So so that's the tr tricky part of it is not only do you need sometimes great amounts of wealth to create these great culturally powerful institutions mm -hmm. that are going to do great good, but then it takes that really faithful and unique person mm. that then can maintain that that sanctification mm. in the midst of wealth yeah you know point. i mean you think of you know uh, uh, i mean look at it in the, in the um, you know in the entertainment world you know you see these very young promising entertainers you know and and they give glory to god and they, mm. and they seem to have you know fairly normal faithful lives you know and then they achieve great stardom and boy they just tank hard mm. Yeah. You know, and 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 obviously that's a you know that's not completely analogous. You know, the business world is different than the, than the Hollywood yeah. entertainment world. But I do think money has a lot to do with that corrupting influence. You know, you get to that level where, you know, Proverbs says, you know, give me neither riches or poverty, mm -hmm. right? Because you know, right. riches you become corrupted by it. poverty. You know, you you steal and you you know you you blaspheme god by mm -hmm. with your life you know because you go and live an ungodly life so both of them are problematic um but i do think it takes a special kind of person to achieve great wealth and great cultural influence and maintain that level of integrity you know? right of, yeah that's a good point it's yeah but uh but yeah yeah and as you're as you're talking about like give me your riches neither riches nor poverty um it's tougher for, the, for a rich man to go through the to, to enter heaven than right. it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle I think we're circling back again but I, I think ultimately what's needed on those is taking those verses all together mm -hmm. it, because when you do when even now like we're, we talk about one and it's like okay maybe that is more important than we give it credit for initially or um, right. and so yeah when you take them on their own then that's when they have the tendency to send you potentially into a ditch. Yeah. But when you take them all together, you can appreciate the opportunity to um, to build to build a kingdom and to bless people richly with money, and also greatly appreciate and and uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to enjoy the good things that God has created right. with money. Right. Um, but also appreciate this the warnings the severe warnings that come with it yeah no i, th I think you're right you know and 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 i do i think just you know just recognizing the bright lines that god has established you know there, there are some bright lines i don't desire you know if you find yourself you, you you're you're obsessed with becoming wealthy mm -hmm. then you're on a bad road you yeah. know just know that 
But at the same time, if you find yourself, you know, not working hard, not being diligent, and and you you're falling into poverty, you're on a bad road there too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just because poverty hurts; it's because you're you're being an unrighteous person, you know, in in not working hard, glorifying God. So yeah, no, I agree with you though. That we we do need to kind of take it all in context, mm-hmm. and in context, God is pleased when we enjoy. Him and when you enjoy the fruits that He has given us in this world, He didn't create this beautiful world for us not to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. pleasure of it, we have to do so in a way that honors Him, that doesn't idolize those things, that that recognizes that our our need to then look to others, you know, mm-hmm. and, and be aware of others, to bless others, you know, with any of the gifts that He's given us. Yeah, and then you know, to work hard, to work in such a way that that you you should be blessed right you know? live in such a way and work in such a way that that your finances should look pretty good yeah. yeah yeah i probably shouldn't go here because it's probably beyond what i'm capable of or successfully articulating but it's it's i think the concept of of doing more and more of, of wanting more and more of of more wealth more enjoyment more giving more thankfulness instead of saying oh there's some harms there's some potential dangers there so less and less and it's i think uh, something that lewis tries to articulate in i mean probably many many more works but i'm thinking of the end of the chronicles of narnia where they're going further up and further in and that's the refrain there and uh yeah i just think that if we have a concept of God wants us to live, like Jesus came that we could have life and have it abundantly. God loves abundance. And I think, you know, instead of seeing the harm and the, poten- the potential harm and shrinking away, we can see the good and, and uh, of thankfulness and gratitude and giving and enjoyment and want more and more of it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, I, I, um we were at a conference together in Vegas, and there was a speaker there who used to be a rapper, and now he's a, um, you know, he's he's he became a Christian, and he's a motivational speaker, Billy Osbrooks, I think his name, you know, and he had this book called um, Blessed and Unstoppable, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I looked at the title and kind of rolled my eyes, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just I, I'm just like, yeah, I kind of know, you know, this is kind of health and wealth, and, mm-hmm. and this is definitely not where we are, you know. Um, but then I, you know, then I just kind of peeked at a couple of stuff, and I, you know, the little snippets that I read, I thought, you know, this is not, but yeah, it's got a lot of scripture in there, and I, and 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 what I kind of came to realize is, you know, I'm not the guy who's in danger of falling into the health and wealth ditch at mm-hmm. all. All my life, I've been like, that's a bad ditch, and mm-hmm. I still, that's that is a bad ditch. Mm-hmm. You know, the health and wealth is is a bad ditch to be in. You know, and and. Um, but I, you know, so I, I tend to be more kind of on the other, you know, other ditch in terms of that relationship, you know, to, to, to money theologically. Sure. So I thought, you know, I should read this mm-hmm. because because I'm not in that ditch. You know, I tend to be in this other ditch, so maybe that can bring some balance. And it, it is interesting, you know, it's it's like a 31-day thing, you know, like every yeah. day of the month and, and just read through it and it's got different aspects. Mm. But one of the things I've just, I've been really, you know, really kind of impressed by now, you know, Every every chapter has got kind of a concept, scripture. You know, starts with scripture, and then the concept around that scripture. And he's got quotes, and you'll have on the same page like quotes from Joel Osteen and Charles Spurgeon. You know, yeah. So it's kind of yeah. So it's all over the board. Yeah. But it's been for me. It, it has been kind of a corrective in in a good way. You know? Yeah. Not to make me at all health and wealth at all, 
but just to just to see you know some of the, the so many of the positive affirmations in scripture about working hard and, and and about the way God blesses that work and how that's okay and how to trust him for it and how to lean into that so so it's it's been a good read for me you know even though I, I, you know, I certainly couldn't recommend it to someone sure. you know, without qualifications but for me it's been a corrective in a good direction yeah you know? yeah that's helpful thanks for listening to work is good if you enjoyed it share it with someone else leave a review and listen next week